0: As the most social species in the mammalian kingdom, our ability to connect with one another sets us apart from every other organism on the planet. It is something we all instinctively crave. So, why is it that in this saturated world of social media and all the technological avenues we have to communicate with one another, we are living in times of a loneliness epidemic? Welcome to the Paradigm Left Podcast. I am your host, Elliot Yee. This is episode 33, Let's Talk Connection. When we speak about connection, we first have to come up with some sort of definition as to what exactly we're talking about. We seldom sit down to really think about this, but we all know what it is and we all know what it isn't. We all know the feelings associated with feeling connected to someone and feeling disconnected as well. So, does that mean how each and every one of us define being connected is subjective? It could be. But I think what's more subjective is maybe the avenue as to how each and every one of us Practices or develops connection. The end result is the same. And primarily what it is, is feeling connected consists of generally satisfying certain emotional needs we all have. Right? Um, We all want to feel a certain level of emotional stability and emotional security. When we connect with people in any relationship, from casual friendships to the most intimate of relationships and uh, marriages, uh, the relationships we have with our loved ones and our families, we always want to feel like we're safe in that relationship. Generally speaking, we've evolved to connect this way with one another, to give ourselves strength so we could unite and form cliques, clans, tribes, families. Um, Its importance is a little understated. Research shows that feeling lonely or like you're alone, disconnected, has more graver health risks than being obese or even smoking. Some studies say that loneliness for a prolonged period of time is more deadly than smoking and obesity combined. Now, When I speak about loneliness, I'm not talking about being alone or solitude. They're two different things. Uh, Being alone is generally something that is a conscious choice that someone makes feeling lonely, is wanting to feel connected and not having that connection. So it's very important to be able to feel connected. One of the fascinating things about connection and our social and emotional emotional matrix matrices is that people regulate one another. However it happened... Throughout the course of our evolutionary history, we regulate each other. We actually emotionally and physically regulate one another when we're in relationships and when we're connected with people. People who are in intimate relationships, their breathing patterns sync up when they sleep. Uh, Heart rates sync up when they're together. Women have been shown to be able to sustain more physical pain when their spouse is present, and even more so when they're holding their hand. Uh, Blood pressure decreases in a lot of men when their spouses are present during times of adversity. So, and, and all this happens below our level of recognition. So, feeling connected is incredibly important to humans. One of the reasons why breakups are so difficult and painful is that there is literally a physical, as well as emotional, tearing apart of you from the person. The longer and more intimate a relationship is, the more neurological hardware is present, so... Everything is a habit after a certain period of time, right? So, when you're in a relationship with someone, you formed emotional habits, habits of thought, you formed physical habits through various routines and uh, physical activities. When that's taken away, everything still exists that's representative of the person and the relationship there's actual a physical marker real physical structures that exist that represent that person those habits of thoughts the emotions connected to it and the other physical habits that are linked to it and this is why even dysfunctional and abusive relationships people find themselves suffering when they're removed from that because remember habits don't make a distinction between what is good and what you know, is bad for us. They just recognize the routine and the repetition. So, we form connections. Sometimes they're unhealthy, but they're equally difficult to break. Um, It kind of goes to show you how uh, important connections are to us. We'll connect with people that aren't necessarily good for us. We'll connect... You know, with people in form relationships that are completely dysfunctional, that are unhealthy and self-destructive, and resist being pulled out of them. Social media has an interesting way of uh, duping us and taking advantage, really, of our need and our instinctual want of uh, connecting with people. It feeds a bad loop. The connections made through uh, technology are not emotionally healthy on a lot of levels because they don't satisfy certain uh, criteria in us that we need to have emotionally satisfied or even socially satisfied because we're not in the presence of people. the only way we regulate one another is when we're in the physical presence of people. Or even hearing someone speak when we have a conversation with them on the phone. Uh, Phone conversations are almost non-existent these days with the explosion of text messaging and uh, other digital conversational mediums. It's not connecting. It's, It's almost like a ruse. And, uh, the expectation of it making you feel like you're connected actually creates more voids and a bigger void and it's and, and this gets to the crazy loop so social media makes people think that they're being connected and working on developing connections, but it's actually doing it's actually going in the opposite direction emotionally, but we're not aware that this is happening so the more we engage in social media practices for the stated purpose of feeling connected, when we don't satisfy that need for connection, we put more into social media. And that just continues to create the void because the expectation is there, but the result never will be. So... Use social media to have fun. Use it to promote yourself as a brand, your business, your product. But try not to have the expectation of it fulfilling any kind of emotional need or want for connection because it simply just doesn't. So one of the best things you can do is to work on connecting with yourself. And you can do this in a variety of ways. Uh, What I find one of the best practices for me is to either try and get some quiet time in a quiet space and meditate and visualize and get in touch with my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, or just commune with nature. There's a reason why... Everyone feels more peaceful when they're in nature, whether it's the oceans, the mountains, the forest, the park, or whatever. Uh, some people feel uncomfortable being in the uh, tranquility of nature, and that speaks to how they've just become conditioned to something that you know is unhealthy to them, and they can't recognize when something is healthy. Because it takes them out of their comfort zone of dysfunction. We get comfortable around dysfunctional things as well as you know things that are healthy for us. So work on connecting with yourself. Get in touch with yourself. Get in touch with the best version of yourself. And share that with someone. Vulnerability our ability to be authentic in whatever it is we're feeling in that space and time is necessary because it activates empathy in other people. This is powered by our mirror neurons. If you heard the other podcast on social instincts, mirror neurons are those things that basically connect us to someone else's emotion by seeing their actions and this is not something we can shut on and off. It's, it's automatic. Work on your ability to self-regulate. You do this by sitting in discomfort and soothing yourself emotionally by not doing something that's not productive. You know, every everything is just a feeling. We generate our feelings off of the sensory emotions and we apply words and labels to those sensory feedback and we create feelings in that way so work on self regulating yourself emotionally create a, bro- a broad spectrum of you know, feelings that you choose to experience work on not requiring validation from any external source from someone Create self-value. You know, do something that builds mastery and excellence. Work on yourself. This is important because when you make the choice to connect, you will be connecting from a place not to fill a void, but to build and share something with someone. You know, those are two different paths traveled. If you connect with someone and you're coming from a a place where you want a void filled it's going to change the dynamic of the relationship the quality of the connection and quite possibly the quality of the person you connect with. But if you come from a place where you have something that you want to share. And you ha- you already have something. And you want to make it greater. By sharing it with someone. That puts you in a different space. And, that, and that's, that's a far more creative space to be in. Uh, emotionally. And it gives you more options. In terms of journey taken. Path taken with the type of relationship you're going to choose and the type of person that can fulfill that and and, and fill that space. So it's, it's very important. Be conscious of that. You know, being connected is is more than just having superficial conversations. You want to be able to operate on a level where you're in tune with someone in their emotional space and in their feelings. And that's really only possible if you've gotten to a point where you know yourself on an emotional level and you're in touch with your own feelings because you need to be able to have that within yourself before you can effectively connect with someone else. And I'm speaking from experience when I say that can really freak some people out. When you come from a place of vulnerability and creative emotions, and someone is not conditioned to receive that, or worse, if someone is conditioned to not trust that, it's going to completely freak them out. And that's not anything on you that's on them. Because there are instances where people have been conditioned to not trust what appears to be unconditional love, or they're they're not conditioned to accept their good, as Earl Schooff says. there are tons of people who cannot accept their good if something's good in front of someone, a lot of people have a hard time accepting that they'd rather go with something that's negative or pessimistic because that's just you know where they're they're their programs dialed, but the quality of connection on something like that is not going to be good, and it's only going to corrode and deteriorate over time. You want to build connections that are going to grow and prosper, not going the other direction, and that only comes with a certain quality of space that you're going to occupy for yourself and bring somebody else into and share with. Thank you for turning in to the uh, Paradigm Lift podcast. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Yee. Take care.